Is It Transphobic? will be addressing issues of transphobia and transmisogyny. We may also address issues of racism, classism, ableism, and various other intersectional issues in this podcast. So this is a trigger warning. The panelists on Is It Transphobic? will also use strong language. So listener discretion is advised. You seem like a very strong woman. Yeah, I've been told that. Feeling good on a Wednesday. The image of me that you see is distorted, twisted, broken, fractured, isolated. Miles out to sea. I don't want a separate place. I need to feel safe. I'm thrown away, away, away. And I will So today, uh, I would normally start with some sort of like, oh, we're we're about to enter a world of et cetera, et cetera, but there are three sets of episodes of South Park, so I'm not going to do that this time around. I'm going to do something different. I am just going to tell you that we're going to watch a whole lot of South Park. Happy April Fools, everybody! <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know my name is Ashley Lauren Rogers. I'm the producer and editor, and I use she, her pronouns. And today, for these four episodes of South Park, I'm being joined by... Charles Whitewolf. My pronouns are they and them. And? AJ Mattioli, and my pronouns are he and him. Fantastic. So, AJ and Charlie, first off, uh, we watched four specific episodes. We watched D-Yikes... We watched. <laughs> yep. Uh, we watched. Eek a penis. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Yeah, no, it's even better when you just name the title. Eek a penis. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, did you read the names of these? I really did. <laughs> but then I forgot all like the. Actually, hearing it out loud. Hearing, hearing it out them out loud. loud. <laughs> uh, we also followed that up with the sissy, and uh, handy car. <laughs> Which I'll get into why we watched Handy Car, because I'm sure it might have seemed a little out of left field for the, the subject, but we'll get into that a little bit later as we go through. Uh, so, this was one of the more interesting sets of episodes, because unlike the other ones, the other ones are kind of tied to one or two seasons that are very close to one another. Mm-hmm. This one, we went from season 11 to season 12, all the way to season uh, 18, 18, I think. Yes, 18, yeah. That was yeah. a major jump. Yeah. 
Uh, and so just to start off, are, were either of you fans of South Park prior to watching these specific episodes? Um, I would say definitely uh, back in college, uh, I definitely watched a lot. Um, that is, you know, from two th- uh, from 99 to 2003, uh, that section of South Park. Uh, probably, you know, didn't really, I-, I lived with some cisgender straight boys. They loved it. It was on right after uh, Jon Stewart. So we uh, kind of just ran it because we didn't want to look for the remote control, probably. We are being discriminated against as lesbians. You're a lesbian now? That's right. A proud lesbian. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's legit. I've watched a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! because of that. There you go, so, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason I've watched Yu-Gi-Oh! So. I mean, prior to this, I've definitely watched it. Mm-hmm. And it hit that one homophobic episode. I was like, I'm done. Mm. Nope, not anymore. Which which was, in your opinion, the first homophobic episode that made you go... It's been so long, I'll let me know. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. No, I mean, there have been so many this... homophobic jokes that it's just sort of like, eh, pick one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so, let's start with D-Yikes, uh, <laughs> Season 11, Episode 6. So, this was the uh, one of the first after uh, Mrs. Garrison came into this having their sex change. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and so she decides, she essentially gets picked up uh, at by a lesbian, gets brought to a lesbian bar, uh, and then it becomes this whole 300 spoof. Yes. So... Oh, Lord Jesus. Yes, it definitely took a very odd turn yeah. with the Persians. Rauf Xerxes. He sat atop a gold hummer with customized Gucci accessories, which only a Persian would think was cool. This episode, I remember from uh, from watching it during my college years. Um, so, you know, it was more of a reminder of how, for me, how different comedy is from back then to today. And is it, has comedy evolved? Have we evolved? You know, uh, are we more sensitive? Or is it because we're more knowledgeable, and it's not about sensitivity of being politically correct, where it's just, I don't find that funny anymore. Um, is it an age thing? I felt like watching the same episode as a 20-year-old and watching that episode as a 36-year-old is was a lot different. And um, I don't know if I necessarily was more offended or less offended. I just didn't find it amusing. Like, I was like, okay, this episode's, okay, okay, all right, mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, since I have not watched South Park in so long, and that the like you said, the history of um, comedy has definitely changed from like I'll make fun of you because I think it's funny, to where it's just like I don't find it funny anymore, or that joke is old. Mm. But seeing that the the teacher and how she approached her students about, hey, listen. I transitioned. The kids were just like, okay, what the fuck ever. Kids, I need to tell you something that you might find shocking. (sighs) I'm gay. Again? One of the things that I kind of enjoy about South Park is that the kids are not the ones that are screwed up. That it's all the adults. And and they're all equally screwed up. Um, I don't think that it necessarily shows transgender people in an ill light. 
because it shows equally everyone ill light. Um, and I think that I don't find racism or, or transphobia or misogyny funny, um, which, you know, I, you know, if you, if you do, then that's, that's your thing. Um, I just feel that, you know, overall, um, you know, again, comedy evolves, you know, and I think that it was great that the kids on the show, you know, are the ones that are, you know, like, oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And it's just the adults that are consumed by everything. It's not just the trans matter, but by anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think that's something to look at. You know, they do want the kids to be smarter, uh, and the kids are smarter, you know, if you look at it like that. Like, the kids were definitely, like, really accepting the fact that, like, the teacher was trans, and they were just like, oh, you're just being a bitch today. Okay, whatever. And when the bastard checks out my body, he just says, hey, did you used to be a guy or something? I'm a woman now, so what's it matter? There, there, the only couple things I found like offensive because I am a lesbian is that whole like scissoring joke, and I'm like, okay. I mean, really, I don't even understand how two women can make love. I mean, un- unless they just kind of scissor or something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it kept the like frequent. I'm like, okay, that's not what happens. It's not. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Go watch some lesbian sex. You, then you'll see what happens. Like, that whole joke of, like, the lesbian sex. and I mean, are we honestly assuming that Trey Parker and Matt Stone and all the years that they've been on this earth have never looked at a lesbian porn? I, oh, it was a clear it was a clear joke. And, I, like, I'm assuming that they've at least seen one. And but I think like, that's, that's also poking yeah. at the... It, it's... On the forefront, it's it's making fun of lesbians, sure, but on when you really look deep into it, it's poking fun at the fact that this is how heterosexual men actually think lesbians have sex. So I mean, it could also all men, everybody, (laughs) not just men. It's everybody, even the females. The females are so much like, how do you guys have sex? I'm pretty sure, like, do you do these? Like, what do you do? And the guys, they already know. They they watch porn all the time, so they're gonna watch lesbian sex, so they know what happens. Females. Alice and I talked, and we really opened up to each other, and then we scissored all night long. You have to be careful with scissors. I'm actually surprised they didn't go in the direction that a lot of uh, a lot of these conversations go in, where it's the like, well, if there's no penis, how is there sex? Mm. And because that's because that is one of those conversations that gets had, and even like me coming up understanding uh, sexuality and sex in general. It definitely was one of those, like, that was my mentality, and I had to kind of be like, that is dumb. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But it is. But it is. There is. I'm surprised they didn't go in that direction, actually. I was surprised, too. I'm just like, where is it? I was really looking for it, like, all right, it's going to happen at some point. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> also, the fact of, like, in the bar scene, where all the females were just like, oh, there's a new girl in town. Okay. The fact that her transness didn't bother them, mm. it was amazing. I was like, okay. Oh my god, this is a lesbian bar? Yeah, I thought you understood that. Oh, jeez. See, that's the thing. I, I feel like, and this seems like a very uh, uh, consistent thing amongst Mrs. Garrison, the, the Mrs. Garrison arc that they created, which is that they are very selective in when people notice that Mrs. Garrison or Mr. Garrison, depending on where you're at at the timeline, uh, how they, I, like, their status as a trans person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 When it's convenient to make a joke about, like, everybody believes uh, that 100% that 
Mrs. Garrison passes, then, okay, there we go, we've got this, there's, this person's a woman and we understand this, but whenever they want to throw out, I think that there was one line in this episode specifically, uh, where they were just like, ah, I can't find it, but yeah, like, it's just basically, like, they, they were like, oh, yeah, you're, you're an ugly woman. You'll just have to live with being a woman. A very ugly one. Come on, men! Something. Oh, oh yeah. That, yeah. that line, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, that... You know, that goes into the whole, you know, misogyny and, you know, oh, yeah. you know, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to find South Park offensive because it's so overtly offensive. Hilarious. And I think it's, I think it's overtly hilarious. I think that it's, um, I think that, you know, it's either you have to take the whole South Park and say it's racist, it's misogyny, and, and it is, it is, as that's what they're selling. I think that they do it so equally it's hard to take offense. That was my big issue with Cards Against Humanity was there's all these disgusting things in that game, which I love that game, but there were so many horrible things in that. And, like, the one card that they can't have is, like, the transgender card. And I'm like, so the dead baby jokes, that's fine, but, like, trans is where we have that line. And I just kind of feel like, well, then we, we don't get to play that game. Like, if if that, you know, like, if that's the card that's so offensive, why is that the card that's so, why is that the card that gets to be the one not in it? Are we going to say the South Park? Yes, it's transphobic, and that's where you've crossed the line. But continue to talk about how Token can play the bass guitar, you know, naturally. Like, that's racist, but, like, are we going to, we just have to take the show off the air entirely and say, this is not okay. Or, you know, not police it at all. Mm. And, and I think that's the only two choices is on a show of that scale. Mm. Now, if you're talking about a show like, you know, any other sitcom, and they just make a black joke out of nowhere or a trans joke out of nowhere, of course that's going to be way more offensive because you're not watching that for that purpose. Mm. You know, it's kind of like when you curse a lot. I curse all the time. I curse, curse, curse. So if I, I say go fuck, you know, if I say go fuck yourself, no one even bats an eye. But, you know, my sister who never curses, if she says it, you're done shit your pants. Because you're like, oh my god, now it's serious. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the similar situation. It's like, are you going to get so offended by this when they literally make AIDS jokes on, on South Park? When it's, I'm not I'm not just sure I'm HIV positive was one of the episodes. <laughs> Dude, you know? Like, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, like, yeah, and yeah. I laugh because yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's hysterical. But I laugh because mm-hmm. it's on South Park. It's said... By cartoons, which is instantly, hilarious. you know, uh, it's hilarious and instantly, you know, mm. um, you know, and I don't think anyone's taking South Park as, you know, as like no one's quoting it as something like, well, I saw it in this movie once, so it must be okay. Like no one's looking at South Park and using it as their moral code, you know. At least I hope not. Or maybe that's what's happening in the world, and that's I mean, why everything sucks so bad. I mean, it's it's a it's a delicate dance because you want to because we're we're obviously we're we're calling it out on a lot of things but at the same time i i hope regular listeners also understand that like we're also talking about how we can find it sometimes enjoyable uh and very much like a lot of the criticism i've been hearing about the new dave Chappelle uh uh, stand-up specials on netflix so much of the criticism is his comedy hasn't changed but our sensibilities have so there are definitely people out there that still find his jokes very funny Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are still very well done a lot of them are still in in a lot of ways like people have thrown out the word genius Mm -hmm. 
but because he hasn't changed his style and yet America has changed its style, mm-hmm. it feels very almost incongruous. Oh, and yeah. I feel Definitely. the same way about these these first two episodes, D.I.X. and Ika Penis. Mm. Mm. In that, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say I only laugh because I'm still laughing at the idea of a penis being on a, mi- on a mouse, a mice, <laughs> whatever you want to call that, but it's, I'm just mm. laughing at that. So, so let me ask, was there any moment in this episode that you did laugh? Were there any moments that you did actually like say, you know what, that was funny. That was a good joke. Um, I mean, I think a lot. For me, South Park is very funny for the first eight minutes, yeah. and that's the same joke regurgitated over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so will I say that I I found that it was amusing that they were growing. Um, that they were growing a a penis on a mouse. Of course, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I thought the fact that you know, um, I thought you know the thirteen and thirteen year old in me loved the fact that like women in in the episode were like screaming instead of being like it's a mouse, it's a mouse. It's like screaming, it's a penis, it's a penis. Like Stephen, Stephen, come quick! What is it, dear? A penis is loose in our kitchen. A penis. Uh, the 13-year-old boy and me definitely found that amusing. Um, I didn't find this episode as transphobic as I think. I mean, excluding the end end line, which is like oh, yeah. when he says, "Like, you know, if you can't have a baby, you're you're a man." Then you know, which is oh, like, yeah. "Oh God, I'm listening to it," and then obviously it's no. you know. I mean, I f- at first I thought there's something wrong with B because I couldn't find like raving link transphobic besides like those two points where um, the scissoring because. I am a lesbian. We don't you don't do those things. Um, and then there's the um, the one with the Persians. And so it had begun by kicking the Persian messenger in the balls. The Lesbos had sent a message. Down with the Persians. Yeah. That was hilarious. I didn't really expect that. <laughs> I was expecting more of like Jews or um, another ethnic background. Mm. But it was just too hilarious because the. They they said that uh gay came some people say that the gay came from Persians because of like their their um how you say the the their their wardrobe style okay yeah like, style thank you is is that a like I, I it's a stereo it. it's a, a stereo I've read in a book somewhere okay I forgot I think it's like a but there is that stereotype from, of that gay from, came from Persia and I'm just like that's hmm. not true but okay hmm. well and and especially so much of it. Thinking back to the movie 300, oh, it, just, it yeah. is so much funnier when you've got the like really ridiculous racist like, oh they're gonna put a bunch of rugs and they're gonna have uh, yeah. gold. Oh, what yeah. is it like gold? Uh, gold does uh, the. Have you seen how Persians decorate? They will cover that bar in cheesy blue carpeting, white statues, and gold curtain rods to the point that you will want to puke. The thing that holds up the curtains! Curtain rod! Mrs. Garrison, get out of here. Curtain there rod. we go! They're gonna put up gold curtain rods, and they're they're trying to get into the bar, and they've got Fighting the curtain with rods, the- <laughs> and it's just like, okay, visually, that was a hilarious <laughs> nod to 300. Yes. Um, and also, specifically, they had to be Persian because of the enemies in 300 being the Persian army. And mm-hmm. It was like, okay, it, that all started to make a lot of sense. Now, this um, could be me reaching. Was there any kind of historical thing between the island of Lesbos and the Persians? Because I felt like they kept... They really were stressing, like... The Lesbo thing. I Lesbo, Lesbo. Yeah. And was, I was like... I think it was somewhere in like the southern country where... The south country, I forgot which county it was. But they did have a lesbian called 
um, less something. It wasn't less, but it was like cut down. Mm-hmm. And then the people who were going to take over the bar were actually Persians. And they yeah, were like, we're yeah. going to take it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, it was like a real thing. This, this particular story is actually based on another. It's one of my, another real life of oh, what a lesbian oh. bar in the South is like, oh, wow. Hey. Yeah. Because I know what what AJ was talking about was a little bit more like the island of Lesbos out. Uh, oh, off the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But but no, like that's I I, I hadn't heard that. I think it's from oh. Oklahoma. I thought okay. it's from. Interesting. Like, it was so, from. I mean, South Park is very good at hitting what's happening, hmm. um, culturally. I mean, you know, they are everything from you know when we had the lice epidemic, you know, and they did the <laughs> you know when the lice epidemic was like. Ran- like it was rampant. My mom owned a daycare, and I remember that happening and just being like, everyone had lice. It just was like everywhere, and then they like hit that so perfectly, you know. Um, and I think it's what, and I think it's also what the news gives them to work with, you know, a lot of the times. So I want to talk really quickly before we uh, give our final judgment on this episode and move on. Um, I, the moments that I found funny, I actually did laugh audibly out loud at Scissor Me Timbers. Oh, this is hot scissoring! Oh! Scissor Me Timbers! <laughs> yes! Like, I thought, okay. Like, <laughs> Alright, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Scissor Me Timbers. I also That's pretty really, good. I also really liked <laughs> why it was called Lesbos, because it was Lebo. They're going to Lebo. Le and you hear it, and you're like, okay, you don't think anything of it. And then you see the sign, and it's like, Lesbo! Okay. Right. It is a lesbian bar. All right. That, good, good on and you. And I mean, I mean even even when when Mr. Garrison, or at that point, Mrs. Garrison, is going to kiss the lesbian, they play like the Melissa Etheridge, like, come to my window. Like, <laughs> oh I mean, my God. I freaking genius. I mean, like, I, I definitely laughed. I was like laughing hard at that. And then I was laughing really hard at the Disney homage when the mouse with the penis on it was singing, sort of singing somewhere right, out there, yes. but not exactly. Oh, somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere is loving me tonight. Because that definitely moves into Ika Pete. Oh, and so then let's, oh. yeah, let's, yeah, and then the penis starts singing, yeah. <laughs> So before we talk about eek a penis, uh, let's let's give our final words on dikes. Whether it is scale of one to ten, whether it is a noise that denotes exactly how you feel about it, is this episode transphobic? Can I give a noise? Yeah, it was more of a meh. It was like a fifty-fifty almost. Hmm. That's what it was like. Extraordinarily funny where. Some of the parts, like uh, not Ikapinas, but um, where Mrs. What's her name? What's her name again? Garrison. Garrison. Yep. I want to say Mrs. Dickinson. Mrs. <laughs> 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 Garrison, actually with the social bar, and then they were still accepting, but still like not accepting because of the stereotypical the stereotypes behind that. Mm. And then the the Persians and yeah, it's like you look good. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that was. Trans, I definitely think it was transphobic. I want to, I want to give it like a seven. I mean, I think that, um, I do want to say that I, I think it's transphobic watching it today, knowing that what we know. If you would ask me the same questions ten years ago or fifteen years ago when the episode came out, I wouldn't have known everything that I know today. I wouldn't have known about things like triggers and th- you know, like uh, we just didn't have those in our everyday vernacular. So, um, I want to say if you asked me when it came out, I would have only given it like a three. Now, um, just a poor representation of 
the trans character. Is, oh, that's I, what I, want yeah. I want to touch on that. I want to touch on that. Oh, I'm really touching on it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mrs. Garrison, like, mm-hmm. she, you know, like, usually the, tra- the transgender person, like, usually passes. Mm-hmm. But Mrs. Garrison, like, kind of, like, 50%, I wouldn't say, okay, like, 4%, like, passed. Mm. But you could still see the bold spots and whatnot. But yeah. then again, it might be like her presentation of like I'm gonna do what the fuck I want anyway because I'm mm. me. Like, and that's that's a thing that we should also address as well because that is consistent throughout every episode. Is Mrs. Garrison is very much the like I'm a woman <laughs> and dresses in a dress <laughs> and does a lot of like very stereotypically feminine things, but then is always never not the same Garrison character that we'd seen grow- going, which is kind of cool in a lot of ways because it's like, alright, yeah, like, you you are the same person. Well, I wonder but, uh, but, uh, if, <laughs> if terms like genderqueer and, and bigender and agender and, and, and all those wonderful, Amen. you know, uh, those wonderful um, new terms that are helping people find themselves, I wonder if those terms were as regularly used back then, 15 years ago, if Mr. Garrison would have would have stayed at, would have transitioned to be a woman or if they would have played on the fact that he isn't trying to pass necessarily by not wearing a wig or anything if Mr. Garrison would have that character would have been considered trans or if you know the creators would have made him non-binary or you know I wonder or were they just ahead of their time and was like no, we never said that she... They never say that she doesn't pass on the show. Right. So maybe they were ahead of their time, too. Mm. You know, I mean, there's it, always... You know... I feel like we almost can't give them the benefit. Of I know, I we know. know. We know what they were doing. I but know. at the same time, like, it's, it is we interesting to look at it and say, like, huh, <laughs> yeah. that, that is an interesting aspect of the character. But yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, as far as for me, yeah, I give it, like, a good, like six or seven out of ten like it's definitely there and especially the the weird like the weirdness of the ending where the the persian the the leader of the oh my god that was such a twist oh my god you're a woman it's just like wait wait, wait 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 what's yeah like but you see there's something i know about you i know you're actually a woman oh how did you find that out? I hired Mexicans to spy on you. <laughs> Especially because of that, like, twist and how things are... Like, I, I think it wouldn't be so bad if the... If Mrs. Garrison wasn't constantly spouting things that I hear from other trans folk that are still trying to figure themselves out, which mm-hmm. I realize is kind of part of the character, but at the right. same time, like like the whole, like, oh, well, if I can't have a baby, then why am I, then I'm not really a woman type of shit that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. It's just like, ah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then I see this person on Oprah. She's a woman, but then she got a sex change and became a man, but then she got pregnant and is having a baby, which means she's still a woman all along. That means I'm really still a man. I, I still feel like a man. <laughs> Are we gonna get tested on this? God yeah. damn it! Yeah, it's the like, shit that we hear all the time. It's mm-hmm, an, it's yeah. the nonsense that we hear all the time. But they do, and I don't know if it was in the sets of these or if I just happened to catch another episode and I'm remembering that there is definitely not an episode because there's because there's another moment where that's brought up again. The idea of like, well, if you can't have if you can't have a baby, then uh, you're not a woman. And then somebody says, well, my wife had a hysterectomy. 
Whoa, uh, wait, uh, hang on a second. My wife had ovarian cancer, so she can't have babies. Because she had cancer. Oh, that was yeah. in the Okay, second. so that was, was in the second. I think yeah. that was, that was the, the penis. So I think... Or when I, he comes back. Yeah, that, that's, um, yeah, that was an naked penis. Okay. Yeah, and so, so Garrison essentially responds, since we're moving in there anyway, uh, so Garrison kind of responds with a, like, Well, then get an AIDS test, Thompson, because your wife's a dude, faggot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> Which I mean, like, it's so overly yeah, offensive yeah. that it almost gave me that, like, <laughs> like that laugh, that like, holy shit, <laughs> like, like it's almost so offensive that you're like, whew, that was a burn, <laughs> shit. I really, at that point, like, I literally threw my phone and thank God I had my. Oh, no. I, yeah. I literally scared my yeah. cat because I was so fussed. Like you went through the process mm-hmm. of like being trans. The the idea of yeah, like he like it. he just went went through like through the process of being trans and being mm. queer and being part of the community, then you backlash. <laughs> and I'm just like wait, hold up, mm. who the hell is you? <laughs> you just went through the bullshit. Why create more bullshit? Why create more? Oh, phone like. <laughs> I was so and, upset. But yeah, so so let's talk about Ika penis. Actually, oh my God, before we hilarious. do. Same system, you can rate it on 1 to 10, you can make a noise. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you enjoy D-Yikes? Not really. I mean, like, you know, not really. I I, I think I'm too, I, I think I might be just aged out of it. Mm. And, and uh, you know, because obviously they are comedic geniuses. I mean, they've had a show on for, you know, what, 20, at least 20 years. Um, You know, and, and a, an amazing Broadway show, you know, Book of Mormon, which is, unbelievable um you know objectively you know it has to be somewhat entertaining um i just think i might be becoming too much of a grandpa at this point (laughs) coming from a 23 year old who has very little let me go there um anyway so i found like the the um the it was kind of funny to me because all the girls like eat a penis i'm just like so many jokes I can make right now. It's too hilarious. That the lesbian club. Yeah, it was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. That's, that's, so yeah. so it was still hilarious. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel similar to AJ in that, like, I feel like yeah, I kind of aged out of it, but at the same time, it was more like, wow, their style has changed so much over the years. Like, you you don't even really think about it until you're like watching some of the older episodes, and you're just like, this one was like way more. I don't want to say vicious, but it would just like maybe it wasn't, but it just felt more like oh damn, like they're just like going right at it. Yeah, and I I don't think that they do that as much. I feel like their newer stuff is actually a lot more nuanced, which is interesting. Interesting. Um, Make me feel like a baby, guys. Thank you. No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like South Park is older than you. Actually, it might be. It probably. Oh, yeah. Is. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I was uh I watched the first episode. I was in middle school, I think. Oh man! Yeah, it's I had a ton man. of t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. So, so let's talk about Ika penis. Um, so I, I kind of give a summary of the last one. I'm, I'm. <laughs> Charlie is loving it, so I, I kind of want to see if Charlie wants to give a synopsis of this episode. So this is not okay. So basically, uh, Mrs. Anderson isn't. Mrs. Yeah, Garrison? this is. Oh, see, look. <laughs> So, Mrs. Garrison is, like, not one to be a female anymore. He's She's no longer comfortable in their bodies, and they want to go back to her penis because they went through the hormone therapy, they went through the sex change, and now they feel like 
Well, I count my penis back, so I'm fucked. But then there's like this random like commercial that came out the news, like, hey, we can grow different organs on mice, which again to me is definitely hilarious. They grew an ear, they grew a foot, I think it was a foot. Oh yeah, yep. And then um, Mrs. Garrison was like, I can get my penis back, yeah. Once the ear fully forms, it can be transplanted onto a person. Doctor, what about a penis? Well, a penis is something a man puts into a woman's vagina. No, no. If I gave you some of my DNA, could you grow a penis on a mouse for me? <laughs> so he goes over to the um, to the scientist. Like, listen, I went through hormone therapy. I went through hormone therapy. You had a exchange. I want penis back. Grow a penis on this. Grow a penis on this mouse. Like we never attempted before. But he, you know, he was like, do it anyway. Doctor, I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. I need a penis. All right. All right, let's see what we can do. Have all of my money. Just do it. And then, um, I think a little bit like three weeks later or whatever, they grew a penis on the, on the mouse. He wanted to touch it. He let, her, he let it go. And then everybody's like looking for his penis now. Boys! Boys, have you seen my penis? What? My penis is on the loose. If you see it, just try to catch it with some cheese. Ow. That hurt my brains. <laughs> Which will lead into, like, all, like, I think it was, where was it? It was it was in the house or somewhere? Yeah, it, uh, first it was in, I think, Stan's house? Was it Stan? I think Hold it on. was Stan's house. It was first yeah. at Stan's house, because yeah. uh, some, he said something like, because he said it so casually. Mm. <laughs> Girls and, like, being scared yeah, of penises. I yep. was like, that was, why is that so casual? <laughs> then I went back, like, okay. Skinner was in Butters. No, it wasn't Butters. I would have remembered Butters. Uh, but, Butters says, um, I think that, I think that's my teacher's penis. Oh, yes! Yes, it was so yeah. yeah. I died right <laughs> there. I loved the follow-up to that. The whole, like, I think that's my teacher's penis. Hey, wait! I think that's teacher's penis. Your teacher's penis? Yeah, that must be his. Butters. How do you know what your teacher's penis looks like? Huh? What? <laughs> like that. I kinda love that. <laughs> and then I think then um they're still they're still chasing it. And then the mouse and the penis break out into song into like a full <laughs> Disney moment where I literally had to take ten minutes for myself just to relax. <laughs> it was too hilarious. Because you never expect the penis to sing. No. No. So <laughs> no, I I, I couldn't I handle can, it. I can agree I with that. I, I almost feel like you never expect the penis to sing it should be on a t-shirt. Because it turns a t-shirt in a coffee mug. It's a nice. But in the end, Mr. Garrison turned he he in the end he gets his penis and he turn he returns back to being a male, a cis male. So uh, there's also a really funny line that I wrote down that I absolutely loved. It was after the mouse the mouse with Garrison's penis on it ran into the sewer and everybody said, Oh, it's hopeless now, you'll never get it back and Garrison is in despair and crying on a park bench and then the mouse with the penis comes up and uh, crawls up onto Garrison and Garrison says I guess it's true what's that old saying if you love your penis let it go like, <laughs> like, they always say, like okay that was funny I, I, I had a I had a dumb moment like wait what <laughs> yeah it was, so it was just like okay it's bullshit but it was hilarious it was just like yeah okay 
the 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 other moment that kind of like got me in a like all right I laughed but that was kind of ridiculous was the like he goes into a steam room and like the mouse goes in steam room so Garrison follows oh, yeah. and then pulls it like oh I got it I got it and there's just a naked dude <laughs> Garrison's like hey you're not my penis hey you're not my penis oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think uh, I think that episode for me, um, I felt like it was way more racist than it was transphobic, um, and misogynist. Yeah, I felt um, I felt that the 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 scenes in the Spanish school yeah. were very uncomfortable. They weren't. Um, I felt like pay, you know we poke a lot of fun at the trans community in this episode. Um, but it's just that's poking a lot of fun. Mm. Um, whereas the cheating, the te- pretty much Cartman is pretends to be uh, a Latino man who's older and is teaching uh, in a low-income uh, school, um, and the, he's teaching them how to cheat to get ahead. Um, one of the more upsetting uh, lines for me was when, besides the blatant racism uh, of of the way he's speaking, the way he's speaking to the kids, uh, the way he's speaking to the students, um, you know, all that, putting on accent, wearing sunglasses, very racist. Hello, students. I'm Eric Carmenes, your new teacher. Which really gets me is when he is telling them to cheat because that's what white people do, and he uses the example of white women who get abortions are cheaters who Mm. cheat babies out of life. Yes! And abortion is the ultimate form of cheating. You're cheating nature itself. Why do rich white girls get ahead in life? Because they get abortions when they're young. They get pregnant, but they still want to go to college, so whatever, they just cheat. They cheat that little critter in their belly right out of a chance at life. There are so many other jokes that could have been made there. Um, I felt like it came out of left field. They could have used... You know, I mean, they could have used... There's so many times that... um. White people have cheated. They they used a baseball reference, which totally yeah. worked. Um, it was definitely amusing. And then it put in this abortion joke that literally, like, I wanted to throw up. Mm. Like, it was like, there were so many examples, so many other things that he could have said as a joke that wasn't taken away from it. It wasn't an episode about abortion. You know, if it was an episode that was all poking fun about abortion, I would have been like, okay, not a great episode, but... Mm. That was the point of that episode. Whereas this came out of left field, um, a lot of times I feel like the kids do say things that are more adult than the adults, and they do behave better than the adults. And this found, I found this to be something that would have been said by Stan's father or um, Kyle's father, as opposed to one of the kids who usually have more um, of an intellectual side to them. Mm. Uh, so that is really what kind of got to me in this episode. Mm. Um yeah, you know, but I mean, we could, too. you know, mm. in the South Park, you know, I guess they want to fit as many isms as as they can, sexisms. <laughs> well, and, and especially with that joke, they have that Bill Belichick uh, running gag whenever he's talking about how to coach them to cheat. He's constantly talking about Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and how oh, whenever, yeah, when the chips are down, you find a way to cheat. Even if they're looking at you, you find a way to cheat. Yeah. And that one, because I, I don't remember, like, it's, and it was so, like, because I, I 
I think I just tried to forget about it, but like I didn't even remember it until you mentioned it. Yeah. Because it is one of those like it's such a throwaway joke. It's such a throwaway and, joke. It's like, like why make that? Why make like, that joke? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it was just very. And then the cheating out of life thing was just like, oh my fuck. Right. Done some, I feel like you could have done so much better with that mm. joke of like having a low income school because it's like, I doing uh, us like really see like the black the black Latinos are just like a black person. You can actually like, there are other schools I feel like with other like white kids using language, and you could have done so much better with that. Yeah. And especially like the abortion joke you said earlier. Yeah. Like, right there and there, it's like, okay, you know what? You've just fucked up. I don't want to watch it, yeah. I don't want to watch yeah. it anymore. And I mean, I think there's also a way to do, you know, um, to do jokes that are inherently racist or inherently transphobic um, and also be fucking hilarious. I mean, I think the... When they go down, they hire the Mexicans at Home Depot to... <laughs> to do their to, homework? To write their essays and they write their, their you know, friends, you know, their essays... Um, you know, instead of writing an essay on a book, like, I thought that was hysterical. Like, I, you know, it's, it's, it's showing a language barrier, it's, it's showing the ridiculousness of, um, you know, white people going to Home Depot to pick up people to work, um, it's showing the fact that they, you know, they say throughout the episode, like, thank God for Mexicans, and there's so many things that I feel like that, that, that joke played into, and it was funny, making a social commentary without being completely offensive. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we're ready um, at this point as a society to hear well-made trans jokes. Um, there was actually one, I can't think of the comedian, uh, he has a special on Sesso, and he's a trans man, and he said, you know, it's just a commercial for Sesso, and he said, um, Donald Trump loves pussies, but he, but he hates women. I think I'm just a guy for him. <laughs> and, like, that's a yeah. great trans joke. Like, that's mm. a great trans joke. I don't know if it would have been as funny if it was said from a cisgender person and putting it in a third person kind of way. Um, I don't know. But, you know, it's are we at the level of comedy yet that we can... And are we ready as trans people to be able to laugh at ourselves. I mean, I, I would make the case that, yes, we as trans people, and, and obviously I'm speaking for all trans people, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I feel like we are, like, I feel like particularly in a lot of the circles that I'm in, at least, we're, we're craving more nuanced shit and not just yeah. shit that exists. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's, like, where we, we are, we, I feel, are at the point where we want to see... Uh, I think, honestly, one one of my favorite portrayals of a uh, trans character, and it is a, a trans person portraying it, is in Difficult People. Because mm. the... Uh, mm. Shikinen, uh, yeah. Shikinen yeah. Yeah. Shikinen uh, she was yeah. actually in one of my last, my last film. Oh, yeah? She's uh, yeah. just an unbelievable, unbelievable woman. Yeah. I love, I love her thing because her thing is she's trans but also a 9-11 truther. And I know so <laughs> many trans 9-11 truthers. Like, surprising number of trans yeah. 9-11 truthers. <laughs> <laughs> so we also do not know, because I definitely do not know. Can you please explain that? Uh, they believe that uh, 9-11 was a uh, government conspiracy. and So that's what yeah. she yeah. 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 Okay. So she played, like, her transness is such a small part of her cat. I mean, she definitely calls out cis bullshit. Too. Yeah, she I mean... She it up every now and again. Yeah, and I, I like, mean, she definitely yeah. calls out cisgender bullshit, you know, like, um, when Billy Etchard says uh, he finally feels... Uh, comfortable somewhere, and she turns around and goes, 
you says white, you know, you says white fuck or something like that. <laughs> it's like so everywhere. You mean you're comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but I, yeah, she is very good at laughing at at ourselves and uh, and with us instead of at us. And so yeah, like and and that's more like what I mean when I say like yeah, I think I think we're ready. It's just more a matter of we haven't been given not necessarily that we haven't been given the opportunity uh so much as just like it's hard to find a piece that we ourselves do not create that isn't just about us crying constantly, <laughs> looking in the mirror and holding garments up to our body and wishing and hoping. <laughs> Oh, just let me live, please. It's so true. So, yeah. I mean, like, God bless, there is room for those stories, but, like, there's room for other I'm stories. There's just like, needs... I've seen that. I, yeah, I'm also like, can't <laughs> yeah. we just, like, give, like, the 80s movies to those kids? Or, like, we don't have to make more of those? Yeah. Like, just watch the ones that are already done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do kind of love an 80s movie. But yeah. yeah. I'm kind of sick of the new 80s. Hey guys, okay. Random so joke. Random yes. joke, sorry. All right, please. So, I am older than South Park. Oh, are you? <laughs> but so just I barely? Really, they, it was 1997, so I'm like, what, three years older? 1997, okay. So you were three when it came out? Yeah, about three. Okay. Years. No, yeah, yeah, I was in high school. But the Cartman, because I've seen this one, and this one's actually one of my favorite of the Mrs. Garrison arc, uh, <laughs> and I, I constantly forget that that uh, Cartman subplot exists. It's, and it's yeah, like, so bizarre. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. Like, they don't even attempt to make jokes during it. Like, the only joke is he turns around and he's like, how do I get to the through these kids? How do I reach these kids? Yeah. You know, kids is how he says it, so it's extra offensive. How do I reach these kids? How do I reach these kids? Shut up, man! You royally screwed us all! How do I reach these kids? But even that, like, he says it, like, five times, and there's, that's really the only punchline in any of that subplot. Mm. It's very bizarre. It's very, like, out there. Mm. You know, I mean, they had to make an episode a week, you know, so, I mean, maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, mm. I feel like once <clears throat> uh, Carmen got into that, how can I reach these kids when the kids are actually trying to do something right for once? Like, I don't want to cheat. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. Mm. And it's like, how can I reach these kids? They're trying to better themselves, which are, you're trying to put them back down, which is kind of random, random point, which is like the site is, which the site is like doing now in education. But moving back on to like South Park, that yeah, was just ridiculous. Yeah, mm. just ridiculous. So let's go ahead and uh, unless we have anything else that we were dying to say with this episode, figure out is it transphobic? Scale of one to ten, noise, however you want to rate it. I give it nine. Nine, nine transphobic. I give so. it nine transphobic. There's definitely um, some trans things in there. Yeah, and I would I would give it like a six. I think it was okay. a little bit less transphobic than than the um, you know, Dykes. Um, I think I w- this one was just more racist than trans. So I think I like I couldn't get over that. Mm. So maybe it was a lot more transphobic than I'm like saying it is because I was so disgusted by the other <laughs> stuff I couldn't even get to that. I think it was like more penis for me. I'm just like mm. he definitely went back and went back into a full 360. That's why I'm giving it a nine. Because oh, okay. Like, it's the end of like what the fuck. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I because and the entire thing is based around a piece of genitalia 
but at the same yes, time, like thank I mean, you. like yeah. <laughs> so uh, it it can't not be transphobic, but yeah, yeah. I I give it. I, I'm probably somewhere in between you two, like uh, eh, maybe a seven or an eight, which is all the numbers between. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do that a lot. Uh, okay, so what about enjoyable? Did you enjoy this episode? I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than the other one, definitely. Mm. I definitely kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a little bit of hilariousness. Mm. Yeah, bullshit aside, yeah, it's it's still one of my favorites. If if we're gonna talk about the Mrs. Garrison arc, yeah, this is the one to watch, really. <laughs> so I think like the only thing I really probably didn't like really like about it is mm-hmm. the um there's a word for it, but it's like basically like straight people like having at the gate people because mm. they sexualize everything, mm. and it always depends on genitalia of like, hey, what's in your pants? <laughs> Why do you need to know that? Mind your business. Yeah, you know, like mm. you see it every we've seen commercials, we see it. You can see it in toothpaste commercials of female Wait, and a male. Yeah, yeah, like they they recently just came on with this one mm-hmm. of a female and a male in the background fucking, or and then they came up and brush their teeth or some shit. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you sexualize everything. I'm going goodbye. Was it at least like a motorized toothbrush, like an electric one? Like if you're gonna sexualize toothbrush, you I know you might as well get one of my Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think it was because like, I think like that was like more for me because mm. like because the ending of the episode I was really thinking of like uh, heteroism or whatever that, what that word is called. Heteronormatism. Heteronor. Say it again. Heteronormatism. That word right there, guys. So it, I'd left with that thought from that episode, and I was so pissed, like because it's definitely true. Mm. And then mm. they shit on the trans because we don't sexualize it, anything. Mm. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move into the sissy. What the hell do you think you're doing? I'm going to the potty. This is the girls' bathroom. All right, I need to tell you something, Wendy. I'm transgender. What? Did you notice the bow? I'm not comfortable with the sex I was assigned at birth, so I'm exercising my right to identify with the gender of my choice. Now get out of my way, I have to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for those who aren't us and didn't Google it, uh, that's spelled C-I-S-S-Y. <laughs> I'm going to start using that term now. Mm-hmm. So good. What, uh, so, uh, Charlie and I have done a synopsis. Would you feel comfortable giving a synopsis of this episode, Adrian? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely give a synopsis. Cool. Cortman, who is the heavier set uh, guy, who is a student who is always called fat ass by the other characters, um, uses his recess uh, to take very uh, large dumps in the bathroom. And uh, one particular recess, he's had it because both bathrooms are taken up in the men's room, and he essentially just grabs a, uh, a barrette out of his pocket, puts it in his hair, and says... Okay, well, you've asked for this, and he comes out and says instead of uh, that he's now identifying as a woman. This way, he can use it. You can use the girls' bathroom. Uh, Get out of here! Don't give me more issues than I already have, Wendy. Oh wow, this is nice in here. The girls' bathroom's a lot cleaner than the boys. What the hell is that? Cartman is using our bathroom. Dude, this is awesome. I should have used the girls' bathroom a long time ago. Hey, I'm gonna tell on you. It's okay, Red. I can take a shit here. I'm a dumb chick, too. Uh, and the episode kind of continues through that and whether or not he's a, a male or a female um, and how he's identifying. And it's essentially uh, alluding to the whole, um, you know, North Carolina bathroom bills and how ridiculous those bathroom bills are. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Charlie, you're you're making some noises, feeling some sort of way. Because wanna... I hate that he used that as an excuse because I've seen it done before mm-hmm. so many goddamn times. <laughs> and the fact that it plays into the to the stereotypical of like I'm a trans guy, I'm I'm gonna rape your children. So at one point in time, like I I always do this. Ashley knows this. I've always mm. told Ashley about my bathroom adventures because I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so the you've the... had some interesting ones, yeah. <laughs> Um, music mini episode about that one. Um, so I had seen like the girls' bathrooms, like like there's a long line, and I was like, I am not going to wait. Mm-hmm. I need to pee. And I went to the guys' bathroom. No line. Nobody in there. Okay, cool. I'm mm-hmm. in the clear. I'm gonna take a piss. And then I hear um another female coming. I was like, it's like I'm a man. And this and a third. I got a penis. And I'm like. You don't need to announce yourself. Yeah, like yeah, that's not how trans people go that's to the bathroom. That's not how you do it. Yeah, and she keeps going like how trans um, identify, and she mixed up so many things. So just, I had to look over to like, all like, just pee. Can you shut <laughs> the fuck up and pee? Yeah, like. And she looked at me, she's like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, "I'm also a trans person trying to pee." Shut up. <laughs> like, she's like, "You're a trans person." Are you gonna rape me? Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. And okay. I was like, hold on. First of all, I am trying to pee. <laughs> I am trying to enjoy my time in peace. <laughs> so she comes in all blustering, I'm a trans person. I, I got a dick. And then, and then you go, hey, this is actually affecting me. I just shut up and do your thing. And she's like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> uh, you want to rape me? Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Because like some, like some of the guys that I've met, Mm-hmm. And like the bathrooms, just like oh you're you're a dude or are you a girl? And I'm like, does it really matter? Like, really, really doesn't. I just want to see you see my penis. I'm like, gay man. What does I say to you? You're gay. Great. Bye. <laughs> but the female like the females are more like since they're like the caretakers of the earth and whatnot. I guess they're not really ex- acceptance because they're caretakers or whatever. Well, I think it's a little bit more because. It's not necessarily a, a. I feel like it's not necessarily more of a, a caretaker issue, as much as it is, like, an actual like. Because uh-huh. I don't want to say that it's a safety issue because that's it. bullshit. But at the same time, like, I think that it's. A, I, I think that it's a safety issue in the sense of, um, because women are, you know. Put on, like when when a group of people have to go to the bathroom, they go with women. You know, when a group of kids have to go to the bathroom, they go with women. Um, I think that because the uh, the feminine spectrum is constantly harassed and constantly, um, they have to have their their eyes open and they have to have their safety up. And this, the fact of the matter is, they're not scared of trans people. They're scared of straight men who are uh, cisgender men who are pretending to be trans, and because they can't. Sometimes they can't tell if someone's pretending or not. Mm. When push, when it comes to kids, it's very, it's. I obviously believe that you should be able to piss wherever you want to piss. Like I think it's ridiculous. But I also live in the fact of, in a world where cisgender men, especially white cisgender men, um, are fucking a lot of shit up. Mm. And I can't say that mm-hmm. if. You know, someone who I couldn't tell right off the bat was at least trans in some way. Um, if they were following my sister into a public restroom, I can't say I wouldn't then at least follow them in. Um, you know, I think it's a matter of 
you know, I think that people are phrasing it in a shitty way. I think people are phrasing it as a trans problem where it's really a cisgender problem. Mm. Um, I think that they're not, uh, that people aren't scared of trans people. I think that they're scared of people who are pretending to be trans. Mm. So I think that one of the most important things that we can do as a trans culture is to keep on reminding people that of that, of that, um, that it's not the actual trans people, that maybe we do need to police who is going in and out of the bathroom, um, but in a more, uh, maybe just having someone outside of a bathroom, a public bathroom, to ensure everyone's safety. Um, this way, if someone is getting hurt in the bathroom, they can yell, and then if they yell, the person that's near there can, can do something, if we're going to start policing. The fact of the matter is, unless there's a police person there, it's not going to do anything um, unless you call a police person. No one's going to stop you. Um, you know, no one's going to stop you. So I think unless there's uh, an official person there, mm. you know, and I think that's something also important to, to to realize. I think that's something important for trans safety as well. Like, mm. you know, um, if if there is an officer there, you know, it sucks that we might have to be a little bit more careful for our safety for being over-policed. Mm. Um, you know, some I think that we can definitely utilize our language to express that. Well, and I, I, I also think that so much of it is about more more so what I have seen is just like dudes being dudes in bathrooms, and I think that's what it is. Uh, not not completely, but at the same time, for the most part. Uh, and that said, there are a lot of things that this episode really could have addressed and didn't. Yeah. And so much of this... Now, first and foremost, I would have been so much more on board with this episode if Cartman went into the ladies' room and the stalls were taken. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Because, like, like you were kind of saying with your other story, Charlie, like, you mm. know, you were in line for the ladies' room. Ladies' room was way too long. Yeah, ladies' room was always, yeah. Like, that's that's the easy joke. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. right there. Right yeah, there. that is joke. the easy joke. I mean, it's not only low-hanging fruit, it's, yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. One, of, one of the stalls is going to be open in a in a woman's bathroom over yeah. the, man's ba- the men's bathroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to say you wanted a different atmosphere, a nicer atmosphere, and went with that joke, like, if the girls' room is cleaner, and, and they I did play with that a little. If you wanted to go with that, like, oh, it's worth the wait, you know, I would have believed that. Yeah, but yeah, it was a stretch to to think that that bathroom would be open. And I also just felt like, um, with comedy, they they stretched the poop joke too long. Like, it was just like, like, again, maybe I'm aging out of it. Like, I laughed the first time, and then I was like, okay, I get it. He's taking a shit. Okay. Like, I don't need to hear that continuously. (laughs) I mean, and then they they have a a similar situation with Randy Marsh as Lord. Which, by the way, I refuse to believe that Randy Marsh is not Lord. (laughs) 100% is Lord. But, like, the idea that, like, he became Lord because he wanted to poop in the women's bathroom. And so all of these characters, and even Wendy, when Wendy is trying to prove Cartman wrong, uh, basically says, well, then I'm trans. And everyone who does that, the only one that faces any real consequences is Stan, and it's because he doesn't understand and because he's questioning everything. Uh, Hey, Dad. I need to talk to you. Oh, really? About... about what? Dad, is it possible for someone to be one way on the outside but totally different on the inside? (sighs) 
I mean, can someone identify as one sex but be something else but still have it be nothing about sex? Yes. Yes, Stan. I am Lord. What? And that rang to me like a very... That, more than anything else, was like the most fucked up message. Because it was just like, what are you doing? Like, why is Stan... Yeah. Why is Stan getting... Uh, being told, like, you have to poop in a separate place because you don't accept trans people. He never said he did. He never said he did. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, Uh. between, like, his dad, like, which I also want to touch on, like, the fact that his dad was, like, a singer, he was a female singer, and he was, like, portraying a female singer, Mm -hmm. he was confused about that because his dad is hiding it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's hiding his workers know, some of his workers know, some of the people know, and it's just, like, he's more confused than anybody else that because what he's going through yeah and i'm like that was like kind of like almost like a not perfect but i was like a good like segue to like how people are also affected like who are really confused about their gender identity who are trying to like find themselves i almost wish that when he was lord they um they prettied him up i feel like they literally did the least they could do with the cartoon um it's like you know when when cisgender people are, are doing drag and they just put on a wig and I'm like bitch it ain't drag like you just put on a wig like you know I think that they did it in a cartoony way you know in a cartoon way you know and making him not pass and I feel like um when when he says uh when the girl comes in says we don't want to go into the same bathroom as 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 her as a trans person um I feel that there wasn't one character that was a trans person that was passing and automatically leads into the um, the fear that cis people have that we're, like, pretending. And I think that passing doesn't necessarily mean that we're not pretending. I think that showing one of each level on a cartoon mm-hmm. is important because you're playing it as this man dressing a, as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, at least if he passed and was like, now I'm happy, and it's like, it would have it would have gone to a different level, and I think uh, I think that's important too. I think it's important to remember that, like, you know, um, we're evolving as a culture. You know, um, that you know people aren't gonna be ready and willing and able right off the bat to accept everything. So if you're gonna put something on TV, you know, and you're gonna show a couple of people that don't pass, throw a few that do. You know. Well, and and I think that they. Even even beyond just the the passing, show us some trans people in South Park. Yeah, yeah, well, right. that, yeah. Say like, that like, to yeah. Show us. Why is yeah. it Randy? Why couldn't told it? By his wife, that Lord is necessary, and this whole like because there were a lot of good moments. You can definitely tell that there was a lot of thought put into it. Yes, yeah. Do you know why young people like Lord so much? It's because she's something different. Kids have had pop music artists flash tits and crotch in their face, and most kids are actually smart enough to be sick of it. Lord represents something in all of us, a truth that wants to be heard. If I could talk to Lord right now, you know what I'd tell her? I'd tell her not to let people change who she is. I'd tell her that if people are making fun of her, it's probably because they've lost touch with being human. I'd tell her to keep on doing what she does. Because when someone's not allowed to express who they are inside, then we all lose. That's what I would say to Lord. You can but, definitely tell that the, like she also knew who Lord was already. Yeah. She knew that was her husband. Yeah, yeah. But it just or her wife. because it lacked trans <laughs> people, it looked like 
all trans people are just trying to poop in the women's bathroom or yes. prove that or I guess in Wendy's case prove that all trans maybe, people aren't yeah. real like yeah just, and I guess maybe passing's a bad a bad uh term uh, let's say um more attempting to look feminine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think they really, like, shaved off his beard 100%. Oh, no, no, he's still yeah, and it was just oh, yeah. like, you know, like... mustache. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, okay, <sighs> like, I know you don't have to, ha- you can't have a mustache and be a woman. All right, well, if you identify yourself as a girl, you must find yourself attracted to boys. Is that right? That's actually not true. I can be transgender without it having anything to do with the gender I'm attracted to. Check the state bylaws. But... Let at least one character, like, mm. be living that fully, you know? Like, I it, mean, at one point, I feel like there was because of Stan's girlfriend, who then turned to a trans man. Right, And then, right. I don't know if she did it as a joke or if she, like, I was actually mm. feeling that. Well, and then mm-hmm. how, I'm oh, sorry. Let me uh, yeah. And then how, um, uh, what's his name again? The, the Carmen. Carmen was like, you're a gay man for yeah. dating your girlfriend mm. or... Yeah, I mean, why wasn't that emphasized? The idea of, like, Stan being like, well, what is my sexuality yeah. if, if the person that I've been dating is transitioning? Because that is, like, that's meaty. That's a thing that I don't yeah. see yeah. people really tackling. It's no. just, uh, and And more, like, on your point, Charlie, mm-hmm. the idea of Wendy being the only one who transitioned that seemed like it was natural, right. even, though I know it was, even though it was very much to just, like prove Eric wrong, yeah. prove Cartman wrong. Right. If they had kept that and throughout the rest of the series Wendy became Wendell, I might be in favor of that, but they yeah. didn't. Yeah. They immediately drop it. And yeah. it's like, just like, nope, it's just to prove Cartman wrong. And you could have done so much more with that yeah. and then... And that was season 18. How many seasons did they have in total? Are they 18. still running? They're on 20. Yeah. They're on 20? Oh, yep. nope, I'm they wrong. They just celebrated their 20th. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because um, yeah. that would be this would be the time. I mean, this would definitely yeah. be the time. Definitely the time. You know. Especially. Hey, where do you think you're going? To the bathroom? Oh no, you don't. You gotta use a sissy bathroom. Well, go on, sissy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if you're gonna add Caitlyn Jenner on it and make jokes about Caitlyn Jenner, then like, why not add someone that isn't a mocking? mockery I mean, at least you have a trans person on there now because Caitlyn's there. But <laughs> I mean, she yeah. yeah. Um, Worst person. Use the girls' bathroom if anyone can use it. It's gonna be all crowded. Anyone who has a problem sharing a bathroom with people who might be transgender will have to use the special designated bathroom designed to keep them away from the normal people who don't care. <laughs> but but and that's and that's the other thing. Like for all that they've learned, they really haven't. And I want to lump the next episode into this episode because there's not really a lot to talk about with transphobia with Handy Car. Mm. Um, other than the fact that they have this episode, which was championed by a lot of internet critics and a lot of other, like, I think Glad wrote a thing about it. Really? I think Glad, I I might be wrong on that, but I know, like, there was some organization that said, like, it's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think it's literally what they said. It was like, yeah, it's not that bad. (laughs) It's not the worst. Uh, (laughs) That just, like, making fun of, um, handicapped, I don't say handicapped, uh... Disabled. 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 Persons with disabilities. uh, (laughs) Disabled people. Yep. Yeah, it's mostly about disabled people, not not, not about trans. Yeah. No, well, the the reason that I brought Handicar in is because it's the episode immediately following the scene. Yeah. And there's one joke, and I think, I think you know what joke I'm talking about. 
where um, Nathan decides to destroy Handy Car, the the business that Timmy has started oh, yeah. from within, and he basically picks up a woman and turns to her and says, "So, let me ask you a question. Would you like to see my dick?" And then she <laughs> says, "Sure. Would you like to see mine?" Uh-oh. Without any like voice masking, without any changing of the voice, just exactly what you were saying, Charlie. <laughs> Do you want to see mine? <laughs> and, and that was it. Actually fall after? Oh my god. Yep. And then the disabled kid gets raped in a men's bathroom. I made sure to... Yeah. As much as that's not the thing that we should be focusing on, that was what happened. Yeah. And it was just like, yep. That's what the season was always afraid of. Afraid of. Like, mm-hmm. the girl in the bathroom, like, are you going to rape me? Like, no, no one will rape me. That's when I pee. Yeah, but, yeah. like, the, the way that... Per- I was so mad when I actually saw that. Mm. Again, after my phone. And I think my phone's, yeah. like, deceased right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that that is, a, that is a live issue and that no one's really... Atta- people are, like, attacking it, but not with, like, a full enough force. Like, yeah. no trans person wants to rape you. We yeah. Just kinda I mean, and, and if they do, it's it's... That's not a separate me. issue than them being trans. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, like you said, it's like cis, it's cis men. Yeah, it's, it's cis, cis men trying to get a hard on. Yeah, and it's it's you know, there's there's a lot of things that go into the bathroom thing. I mean, there's the whole like, what kind of parent lets their kid in the bathroom by themselves with all the grown people in there? You know, I mean, there's that like. What three year old should be in a bed? Like that's like you want you want men to see your little girl pee. It's like, well, what are they just pissing in the sink? Like aren't they going into a stall with their parent, like or their guardian or their babysitter? Or like handicap. Like it's like, it's so ridiculous. Stall thing. They go in there. With yeah. People. Yeah. Come on. Um, and I think the um, you know, anytime any any. Whether it be a cartoon, a sitcom, or anything that really makes a rape joke, you know, it goes into the abortion jokes with me. It's there's nothing funny about it, you know. Um, I don't care which way you turn it, push it, you know. Uh, you know, it t- to me is yeah. There's just uh, yeah. I I very have very few things that I'm like off limits, and I feel that rape and abortion jokes are off limits. And I'm pro-choice, but I just don't think it's funny. You know, I just think that no one is making that very difficult choice willy-nilly um you know the idea that women use it for birth control is ridiculous you know um so for me the whole like yeah raping in the bathroom thing is very yeah but yeah more more than anything else i as much as i didn't necessarily want you to see it i wanted to include that one as yeah like this is an episode where immediately following this other episode where they have all these great things to say even though it's really um, it's super problematic in the way that they go about saying it. They immediately in the next episode completely undo all of the good that they did. Yes, yes, immediately, immediately. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they just blew up the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, they, they didn't like because they didn't really like try to tear it down. It's mm. kind of like when Mr. Garrison did a like a whole three sixty. Mm. That was not a three sixty. That was dynamite. That yeah. was just like hey, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and never and it's never brought up again in the episode. Yeah. yeah it was never right. Nope. Not I at mean, all. like before. Sorry. No, uh, um. The the hand, I forgot his name. What is his name? The handicapped kid that got Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. They said that he had gotten raped before. Oh. And yeah, I was Nathan. like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Nathan. Right. Nathan yeah. got raped before, and I was like, what? Yeah. yeah and my brain's uh, trying to follow him, like, but then the transport, the trans person was like, "Gonna see mine," and then that whole thing happened. I'm like, wait. 
Yeah. It's, There's a problem here. Sometimes yeah. I feel like the weed they're smoking is is too uh too strong. <laughs> okay, so to the guys who are in South Park, I'm gonna need you to tone it down on your weed, <laughs> your weed intake. Okay, and whatever it would take you, like tone it down. The one thing about uh, not Handy Car, but uh, about Sissy that I really enjoyed. I'm still using that term. <laughs> what say again? I am still using that term. Yes, yeah, Sissy. I like oh it. yeah, no, it's a good. That's that's the thing. It's a great term. It's a great I term. I really like it. I just wish it wasn't used to describe Stan. But yeah, um, <laughs> but the 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 thing I loved was that Mr. Garrison was the voice of reason, <laughs> telling them, "Don't, it's too late. don't even, don't, don't start, don't fight it." Yeah. You've got to know, because this is not going to turn out well for yeah. you, because Mr. Garrison has the experience of being the only trans... And I, and I think it's part. also, um, I kind of found it, coming from a family of teachers, um, mm. and being the black sheep of my family, as much as they adore me, you know, I'm definitely out of my mind, uh, being trans has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm out of my mind for plenty of other reasons. Um, you know, I think that um, the entire... Sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, coming from um, a family of teachers, I felt that him knowing his student, mm. like, even though they were all like, we know Cartman is just fucking with us. You know, um, oh, yeah. he's like, no, no one else knows that. And I found that very amusing because, like, when teachers know, like, that one kid, like, I know he's not really sick. I know he's not really upset. I know he didn't hurt himself. I know he's not trans. Like, Mr. Gavison knows, and the teachers know, like, it's ever Cartman is just fucking with them. You know, and I kind of found that amusing. Like, if these situations were to come up in, in schools with kids under fi- under the fifth grade, would any of it ever happen? Like, where someone had to just take a poop, and he was just like, instead of, like, I could see a fourth grader, like, panicking and being like, okay, I'm a girl, before they shit themselves. <laughs> like, I could see, like, my little nephew, like, over the embarrassment of having an accident in his pants, being like, oh, I'm a girl. Like, I could almost, like... <laughs> I mean, like, in, like, kind of remind me, like, in, like, in high school, like, two of my teachers, or, well, not teachers, but staff, because mm-hmm. they knew me very well how and how I was. Because mm-hmm. I used to boys' bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the girls probably always stank and I couldn't handle it. Like, I don't know what's going on in there. I don't want to know. That's... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I can't you, Charlie. No, no. Because I just... Go go for it. Go, go. Do it. I wish this episode was about Cartman understanding that women poop. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a revelation. Like, he's in there and, like, it's all about... How dare you, Ashley. smell horrible. They, They poop and they make smells... And then he's like, well, then I'm going to do this. And he goes into the women's bathroom, and he's like, ha ha, I've won. And suddenly it's just like, oh, God! Yeah, yeah. Oh, you not like, really not know what happens to the girls' bathroom? <laughs> like, honestly, like, with all the fluids that happen to yeah. the bathroom, you would think that it smells like, no. 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 <laughs> but back to the high school thing where yeah. um, my counselor is just like, why are you in a guy's bathroom? I had to pee. Yeah, yeah. Are you really trying to share these penises? Holds up gay band. <laughs> <laughs> was I really trying to? Yeah, you're right. You gay. That was her saying. You gay as hell. So well, I think it's so it's it's so bizarre. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I never understood why men's bathrooms have urinals with no per, perish, uh, per, 
without walls, mm. like, um, frictions, um, without, you know, any kind of border or wall, like, just because, like, I mean, you have your dick in your hand, like, mm. maybe that needs a little bit of a barrier between you and the next you, person, you like, I never privacy. understood, like, like, why urinals were so out in the open, like, why men are trained to be like animals, like, now you just whip it out and you take a piss, like, in front of all your friends, just dabbing comment, like, that's so bizarre to me that, like, a lot of the problems would just be settled if we just had, dream, stalls. you know, stalls. If we just had yeah. stalls. Cause I mean, like, I know, because I have, like, a lot of gay, uh, let's say gay guy friends, uh, uh, guy friends where they're just, like, they'll, they'll pee anywhere. And I'm just, like, yeah. I don't want to use a stall. But then I, call, I catch myself, like, just pee outside. I'm, like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I've literally caught myself. I'm, like, wait, I don't want to teach my friend to be like an animal <laughs> yeah. but if you really need to go you should go outside but if there's a chance of like you using a stall go go for yeah, it yeah. yeah. because I had a friend of mine okay complete complete like out of the blue because <laughs> we were at a a march okay. uh, the women's mm. march in, um, in Washington mm. and we were at a you know place to eat so my guy friend's like I really have to go I really have to go I'm like so what's stopping you yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going on he's like the guy's bathroom was closed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. What are we gonna do here? You, you, no, I'm not, no, 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 no peeing outside. Hmm. But imagine when a woman's marshal get those so, women be attacking them. <laughs> the, and I knew it. I'm like, I, I heard it. I, I don't want it to happen. So I explained to like the part, the um, the staff. The boys' bathroom was closed. Can you like? Is like an extra bathroom my friend could use? They're like. Well, there is a staff bathroom. Like, can he? Like, he really has to go. Yeah, like he's not. Can you like let him? Like, yeah, sure. Come, come, come on. I was like, okay, problem solved. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that we almost had to use like, the female's bathroom. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't really don't care, but the girls and yeah, what does it matter? Well, it's still it's the looks you got. I think at I, I think at this point, um, I mean today I I shaved, um, but like for the most part I have like a little bit of hair here and I have a mustache. Peach fuss? Um, what? Kind of peach fuss? No, um, because I'm on testosterone, uh, so I have like like actual hair here, and then I have a little okay. peach fuzz here. Okay. Um, but, my- but today I I didn't know if we were uh, if this was being filmed or not, and it looks a little get in my van. But I think now it's weird going to the bathroom now because I look so in between that it doesn't. I used to go to which bathroom depending on my location. If I was in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, men's bathroom, no problem. If I went to Westchester, Long Island, or out of the state woman's bathroom because people see tits and they just automatically and that's a safety thing for me um do i love that no do i like that no but it's for me it was now because i regularly look in between i get a lot more looks i get a lot more is this the right bathroom isn't this this bathroom it used to be like oh it's just you know she must be trans you know you know kind of thing um whereas now it's more of a stare trying to really figure out what my sex sex is and not my gender where it's like you know a real stare like they're looking at the mustache and they're looking at the tits and they're like okay like it's more it's longer now that i'm i'm passing more Mm -hmm. um the minute people like maybe maybe that's a girl it's like a stare from the minute i walk into the bathroom till i get into the stall um where it used to be more of a let him do what he wants to do, kind of thing. I mean, um, you you know my bathroom. Like I said, you know my bath adventures. I do not give a fuck. I'm yeah. going to pee regardless. Mm-hmm. But I have definitely gotten stares to the point where I make a joke because even though I feel uncomfortable to the point where, like 
I might get raped or I they might kick me out or they might try to beat me up. Yeah. So to keep reminding myself, like, I'm a human being. I'm going to pee regardless. Like, I can't, yeah. I'm not holding in. I am not getting used to faction. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. There's a point in time where I actually used the urinal because I learned in camp how to pee standing yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had the... It's like a funnel. Yeah, it's like a funnel. But then they, they actually like, put like, a penis attached so you can use it. And I'm like, I looked at it and was like, are we going to use that? Because the oldest house was really busy and guys were looking at me. I'm like, okay. And I looked behind like, you want to see my penis? <laughs> And they all just looked at me like, uh, no. And I'm like, okay, so stop there. Stop doing that. See, I've had more problems in women's bathrooms than I have in men's bathrooms. Oh, yeah, I get that. Definitely. Even, even like, before I identified as a man, um, I w- and I just identified as a lesbian, um, I went to a bathroom in Long Island at a school I was teaching at, and this woman came in with, like, 12 ballerinas. It wasn't you know, a theatrical school. And oh, okay. she was just like, I think you're in the wrong bathroom. At that time, I identified as a woman. And I was like, no, no, it's okay. I'm in the right bathroom. She's like, ah, you know, you could do something to yourself to look a little more feminine for when you go into the bathroom. And I was like, so what you're suggesting? <laughs> I was like, first you suggest that I can't read because I went to the wrong bathroom. Then you're suggesting that somehow, not only can I not read, but then when 12 ballerinas came in, I then still was like, Maybe they're boys. I was like, and then after that, after you want me maybe. to literally, like, I mean, maybe all 12 of these ballerinas are going to, God bless, but yeah. doubtful, you know, um, but uh, all 12. Um, you know, and then I'm like, and at the end, you're literally like saying, like, next time I have to take a shit, you want me to put lipstick on. Like, that's what you're telling me. Like, make yourself pretty. I'm like, so I got to buy myself some makeup mm-hmm. to make your ignorant ass feel better. And I was like, Keep teaching ballet because that's uh, essentially the only thing you're good for. I did that a couple times. We gotta start wrapping up. Um, but I also wanted to share this episode hit me in a way that even when I watched it the first time, I kind of I, I, it's not that I forgot. It's just it didn't hit me as uh, prominently. But I know that they were creating this bathroom for Cartman for for quote unquote all trans students and for me it made me really mad because uh when i was studying to be a cosmetologist uh i was told that you have that yeah i don't do it anymore but uh when i was studying to be a cosmetologist they i don't want to use the word forced but they definitely said hey there's a bathroom on the third floor uh that's there's no classes up there, so we Bitch, were hoping you. that you could use that. <laughs> and I did because, you know, I'm taking class. I'm trying really hard to focus. Yeah, I'm, yeah. This is not a thing that, like, and now I look back and I'm like, yeah, that was bullshit and I really should have yeah. stood up for myself. I mean, there's what's so many, you know. What's that? What's that name? Oh, no, it was the school. <laughs> no, what's, what was that school? The name of the school? Yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to call them out on this, but okay. they're, they're one of the, I will say this. Very much like the Persian Empire <laughs> being very oppressive to the, the people of Lesbos <laughs> in Dikes. Dikes, <laughs> I love it. They also I have an empire. Oh, uh, so, oh I'm sorry. So, sorry. yeah, that's, that's where I went to school. Uh, love the people that I trained with. They were really great teachers, but at the same time, this was a thing that they didn't know how to handle and, and how how like long ago how long ago was this 
Out of curiosity. This was not that there's ever an okay. Three or but... four years ago, maybe. Mm. I, I mean, maybe a little more, that. but like it's definitely been under five. Uh, do you think? Do you think that that same thing would happen now in New York? Uh, well, this happened in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. All right. In New York, maybe not. Okay. Because um, I feel maybe, like really but... in the last five years, um, things have really the last. Two, I mean, I remember watching Boys Don't Cry, and at the end of it, still thinking she was a lesbian. Like, mm. I mean, like you know, that vernacular was just not. Like I came out of the closet when I came out of the closet as trans. Um, we all come out of the closet as like we all we all come out of like twenty different clothes. I mean, like I came out of the bisexual closet and I was like, I'm not bisexual. I'm a lesbian, and I'm like, I'm not a lesbian. I'm trans. My mom's like, Are you done? Are you? Can you just be done? <laughs> Are you done? You are like, so lucky to have closets in New York City. Do you have any idea how many people would kill for that many closets in the city? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I live in a closet. No, actually, that's just my apartment. Uh, <laughs> you know, where but are it, all these queer people getting closets? How do they do that? <laughs> you know, I just feel that um, I think that things are are just changing so quickly, and and I think that we have to give people the benefit of out to to catch up. Mm. I have um, a lot of my friends are drag queens, and uh, someone on Facebook the other day, just who's not in a nightlife community, who's not in a drag community, put. Bio queens, ugh! How they even how how dare they use that tom- terminology? Here's the thing, bio queens, yes, it's definitely transphobic, a hundred percent. No one is saying it's not transphobic. The fact of the matter is, the word gender was not available very, you know, um, until lately, until uh, until recent history, um, to the common person. Um, they pick up until. What ten years ago, people, you know, up until two years ago, people said bio boy, bio girl, but bi- so bio queen has its own history. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't work on changing that terminology, but it is our responsibility as a trans community to not instantly get pissed off and not instantly. Oops, I-, I wrote, you know, I wrote, you know, I'm like, I'm in a, in a drag community. Well, my friends are drag queens. Like, this is not necessarily an offensive term right now if you know and they automatically were like you know you, you know aj Romba, and i was just like mm. i'm not saying it's not transphobic i'm saying that until you offer a solution until you offer the time that it takes to come up with a new word before dissing them because they literally have tried so hard to be part of the drag community that's like now we're gonna tear them down like they're women let's not tear down like more women (laughs) is another thing i think especially with the way that any kind of social change happens any kind of Mm -hmm. like linguistic change as well there's absolutely a give and take um there's absolutely a uh like with the internet things are definitely progressing a lot quicker than they have in the past which is great because there's always a resource and if you have been listening to the podcast you know that i love drag queens you know but at the same time there is definitely also still uh as much as we all kind of came from the same place we have fractured and i think that there is a lot of healing that needs to be done Mm. uh, amongst the trans community and the drag community now that we've all basically taken a lot of our uh, a lot of our agency and a lot of our uh, ability to understand who we are and what makes us different from one another. Yes. But at the same time, there is, and I think that there there is something to, there is definitely like, and I think that you're doing that, there's there's a a certain amount of acknowledgement that we have to have of like, yeah, that is kind of a bullshit term. Yeah, that is kind of a uh, yes, transphobic yeah. term. 
but I think that we are on the cusp of change. Yeah. And so we can, in some ways, demand that change, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's it's not wrong to demand that change at the same time that is a conversation that is happening within our community. Yes, yeah, and I, I think yeah. that, yeah, I think that we have to just give people a little bit of time. So I, I, my thought process right now is, like, I believe that our society keeps going back and forth between, like, the trans thing and being clear. We... We can leap to greater fours, and they have done that. I've seen a lot of people like, "Hey, what's your what's your pronoun?" Don't even know them. Mm-hmm, yeah. They're sissy, and I'm just like, <laughs> "I told you I was gonna use it, guys." Yeah. But they're sissy, and they're like, "What are your pronouns?" I'm like, "Are you asking me?" Uh, and I'm, they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh." You're I've been like, trying wow, to ask. Yeah, I've been trying to ask anybody, no matter how they look. Because yeah. I, I found out, like, when I'm on set, anyone that looks like they're an LGBT community, I'm like, so what's your pronouns? And the people that just are passing cisgender, I'm like, oh, well, obviously she and her. And I'm like, mm. I shouldn't just assist. So, like, now I've been trying to ask everybody, you know. Yeah. Because just- there's been, like, a lot of, like, backlash and, like, about the, pro- the whole pronoun thing. And I'm like, if, honestly, they look gay, most likely, well, there's no gay, there's no look to be gay, but... What does a gay person look like, Charlie? Exactly. Well, I don't know. In New York City during the summer, they wear a lot of low-cut tees. <laughs> right, and you know, um, they always have like the, the but, tees and like, you know, the hair issues. Like, but overall, they, they look kind of different. But the New York ones look very much alike. They're true. Very true. <laughs> but it's just like, they, they're like, it's always like you're based on your judgment if you think they're part of the yeah. community. You yeah. think they go by different pronouns. You should definitely ask. Is, no one's going to fault you for it. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like society is like going back and forth still. All right. So once again, name of the podcast, Is It Transphobic? We're going to lump Sissy and Handycar into one episode. Uh, what are your thoughts? Is it transphobic? I felt that this episode was definitely transphobic. Yeah. I give it one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. hundred? Oh, wow. Yeah. The ba- is the that out of 10 thing. or is that out of 100? Is that out of 100? Yeah, definitely transphobic. The bathroom thing, definitely. Even the fact that he just put on, like, a beret. Like, it just, mm. the minute that happened, I was like, oh, that's where this is going. Mm. Shit. Yeah, you're trying to be. Yeah, it was, it was offensive for the sake of being offensive, I felt. My answer is yes. Transphobic. <laughs> um, at the same time, I feel like it's almost in a different direction. I feel like this was them trying to say, well, now we understand. Now we get it. No, you but don't. They still, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, they still didn't seemingly consult trans people. They still yeah. didn't... Um, they still got a lot of it. Like, it's that kind of, like, well, now it's coming from a good-natured place. Mm. But, mm. you yeah, Path to Hell is paid with good intentions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hello, South Park. I think you need a trans consultant. We have one here named Ashley Rogers. Please consult Ashley Rogers in the next trans episode. Thank you. Or we will sue you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't threaten people through my podcast. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, and, and I think that's more, in my opinion, where the transphobia came from. It was the, like... Well, we're going to say that we're cool with it now. Yes. And yeah. you don't know how to be cool. And you don't know how to be cool with it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I yeah. think um, and it, that happens a lot. Like, I think that was my favorite part of the movie, Get Out, was that the dad doesn't that. see... Oh, it, God, this doesn't, it doesn't yeah. take... Essentially, the dad is just proving that he's not racist and says, <laughs> hey, man, a lot. Like, hey, man, hey, man, to the black guy. <laughs> and, like, I, I, that, that happens so often. Like, people that think they understand, think that they're doing something positive uh and it just falls so short and it's like 
you know, people that say like, "Oh, I love you. Even, I love you even though you're trans." It's like, what? You can just love me. Yeah, it's like, it's like it sounds nice until you dissect it. <laughs> Quick question before I move on to the last thing: Have you ever gotten "I love you even though you're trans"? Yes. Even yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlie is raising their hand. Even though you're trans. In podcast land, that doesn't translate so well. <laughs> okay, so I raised my hand high because it was. De- I have definitely got that on several occasions from family, from friends, and I'm just like, you were stupid beyond belief because that is just dumb. Yeah, no, I like to so, say, um, we, I like it when people say, we love. We love you. Besides that, I'm like besides what the fact that I'm more cultured than you, what like or like I had a girl say, well, I've never dated a guy like you, and I was like, what handsome? What does that mean? Like if you're not gonna say it, I'm gonna make you say, say it. it. Like if you want to be, I don't date trans men. Then fucking say it, and I respect you for that. But don't say like, "Oh, I've never dated a man like you," because then I'm gonna, I'm just gonna fuck I've with you. I've never dated a human like you before. I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, I'm sorry, what? Or I've got, or I've gotten, I've never dated a guy with like uh, a trans man with boobs. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, you need to go back home. <laughs> you need to go home now. Well, dismissed. Kind of on that note, I think the reason that I keep going back to South Park, and by the way, the answer is, of course, I enjoyed it at South Park, but (laughs) the reason that I keep going back to South Park is that even when they're not 100% correct, even when they're not getting there, what they're saying has a genuine nature that isn't, that genuinely shows that they can learn, and... Well, yeah. (laughs) But especially, I think, from jumping from season... 11 to oh. season 18. Oh, yeah. Like, you can see, like, they learned. They learned, yeah. It's just, they don't... Not as fast as we would like. Yeah, I'd really <laughs> Not prefer as it to be faster. Well, we'll talk in a little... Yeah. Maybe by, like, season 24, yeah. we'll be, like, properly doing jokes about trans people that aren't offensive. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So, what about you all? What What was your enjoyment level on these episodes? I mean, I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, like, I mean, there there's definitely a big part of me that enjoyed it, but it's definitely the most offensive out of out of the series. Uh, was was the uh, sissy one? I definitely enjoyed it. To I I think I enjoyed like the first two more. Hmm. Because like it talks about lesbians and whatnot, and scissoring. <laughs> really, guys. <laughs> that that was yeah. so good, so <laughs> yeah. good. So, but like the last two, were just like okay, guys, you kind of, kind of, I kind of want to break my phone in my hand, <laughs> which almost happened. <laughs> but I'm just like okay, it was, it, I think it was like a. I think of which is like enjoy many other part, just like I'm, you just piss <laughs> me the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fair cool. enough. All right. Uh, so in that case, uh, since we're wrapping up, uh, tell the people how to find you on the internet if you want them to find you. If not, just say whatever you feel. Hi guys. <laughs> um, I'm not being awkward at all. <laughs> uh, if you do want to find me, I am on Facebook. I uh, my name is Charles White Wolf on Facebook. If you cannot spell my last name, it's legitly the color white. And the animal wolf, <laughs> Charles White's wolf. If you, cause I'm helping um a director out with some things. You check out Silas. He's doing things. Uh, for those who don't know, Silas is a trans director. If Ash is gonna help with the script later, well, we'll 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 catch up on what we can share. But uh, Charlie is uh, uh basically in a 
documentary with uh, being directed by one of the uh, directors of Transparent, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Silas Howard. Yep. Nice. And we're doing another thing, but that is a secret, and you <laughs> hope you will look for it because I cannot tell you it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need to find me on Snapchat, I don't know if you want to see my stupidity <laughs> on Snapchat, uh, but uh, Lost Moonchild is my name. To add on Instagram is FinFearFrost. F E N R I R Frost. Um, and I'm AJ Mattioli again. Uh, right now, the biggest project under Mattioli Productions, my film company, is a words an exploration of identity. And we are going to have two screenings uh, coming up in New York on April 8th and May 13th at 1 p.m. at the Broadway Comedy Club. How many tickets? And you, can, you should. <laughs> um, and you can uh, look us up uh, at Words the Film. That's on Twitter and on Instagram, Words the Film. Uh, easy enough. Hope to see you guys there. Uh, so my name, obviously, Ashley Lauren Rogers. You can find me on Twitter at Lucretia Deerfor, L-U-C-R-E-T-I-A-D-E-A-R, the number four. Uh, Is It Transphobic now has a Twitter account as well. We've been tweeting a lot. Uh, mostly news tweet, stuff tweet. and whenever we put out a new episode. Uh, and it is at Is It Transphobic. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you can... Yeah. No, just yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also have a Patreon. Uh, that link is a little harder to describe because it's a whole bunch of random numbers. But it's if you go on Patreon, you can support us. Your support will help us create new mini episodes. So that if you donate even one dollar, then you'll be able to hear mini episodes be- a month before they air publicly. So you'll be able to get in on that. Right now, we've got one with uh, Paula. Uh, PJ Gonzalez, the whip mistress, who is uh, a pro wrestler. So you're going to want to hear all about that. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> One dollar a day keeps the homophobes away. <laughs> it's, it's a dollar a month, in fact. So it's a dollar a month keeps the transphobic away. <laughs> so tune in and listen. Keep the your house. <laughs> keep the transphobic away. Oh, it's going to be so classy. <laughs> <laughs> Color away keeps the trans folk away. All right, so uh, that said, uh, I think that is a wrap. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. Is It Transphobic was produced, edited, and coordinated by Ashley Lauren Rogers. The Is It Transphobic logo was created by Phoenix Sweeney, and you can see more of their work at tinylionroars.github.io. The original music you heard was all created by Vivian Aladrin, who you can find on Bandcamp at vivianaladrin.bandcamp.com.